1: Myself,
2: up! Wake up! Oh, wake up, everybody. Good morning. How are you doing? Me and you are about to dance this morning. It's the
1: Big and Wild Outdoors. <laughs> Good morning, everybody, on this uh, breezy Saturday morning. Kind of uh, humidity outside, but it should be a nice day, although they say it's supposed to rain a little bit later on this afternoon. Thoughts and prayers go out to our uh, cousins and relatives and friends and neighbors up there in Louisiana. <sighs> going through it once again. Out there, uh, I don't know how offshore is going to be today, but it'll be fun. Either way, uh, if you go out there on the roller coasters, it ought to be fun, and uh, there might be some fishing done, so it's all You just good. have
3: to hold on to the pole let the wave do the jigging for you. Do all the you. jigging
1: for you. That's right. It's the easy way to do it. I call my uh, cousin Chantel, and she, of course, it's only a Category 2. We're not going anywhere.
2: Well, uh, they're <laughs> testing those heavy-duty tarps.
1: Yeah. You know, you know, I guess all the improvements that the uh, <clears throat> Army Corps of Engineers put in around Allens. Orleans, uh, <laughs> you know, they're dependent on those things. And, of course, called the dad up there in uh, Mansfield, and he's like, it's going over. It's going to be blown over towards the east. I'm not going anywhere. Yeah.
2: So, I normally wouldn't. It takes a
1: lot to get those uh, Cajuns to move out of their spots. I, can't, I well, can
2: say this. I've been looking at the weather, and Monday uh, I'm finally getting a chance to go up, probably put food plots in and do some other things that I need to get done getting ready for hunting season and clients and things like that are you going to paddle in yourself and, or take the ferry well no from the way it looks in <laughs> north florida and that whole area up there it's going to be highs in the 50s and 60s and clear and sunny and and
1: underwater well,
2: we were already underwater
1: <laughs> it, it, that's what i said you gonna paddle in yourself or take the ferry and
2: uh well
3: i tell you one thing there's I have seen so many people head into Georgia, 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 Georgia. Everybody I think we know hardly is in Georgia, Oh, me? yeah.
1: Today? Yeah, everybody. I don't know why. Everybody's up in Georgia today. Yeah, it could be deer in. season or anything. Oh, it could be. I don't know. Maybe the squirrels are, you know, overabundant this year. Well. It could be a big squirrel season haul, you know, out of Georgia this well, year. There's
2: plenty of acorns, so they'll sure, be healthy. Right. I, I heard the uh, supposed – lady who won governor that was that abrams chick or whatever is doing a protect the vegan the uh, food deal and that's why they're doing it what i'll say it for Braden. What, what are you <laughs> talking about the, the, what, what, <laughs> what, you what was Brayden. that lady that ran for governor that she, she still claims she was she's the governor of georgia even though she lost and i
1: don't know i don't pay attention to that place
2: <laughs> she's doing she's getting everybody to go up there and take care of the deer so she can protect all the vegan stuff
1: Oh, have them shoot the deer to yeah. protect all the uh, corn and soybeans. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, well, that makes sense. Sure, so why not?
2: Not. Uh, it, big fear.
0: <laughs> big fear for all them people out there. That's right.
1: Uh, in the studio today with, the, uh, of course, me, Braden Gunn, Jonathan Swindle, and uh, we got Bill George, and Mike, was stupid enough to come back. He's a crazy <laughs> singleton. He's here. Stuck him on the end, and Listen. Jonathan brought his daughter in, along with uh, deer, sausage, gravy, biscuits, blah, 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 all over the place, so uh ava's here as well uh sitting over in the corner you guys not, got something to do later no, on so. i brought the
2: he didn't tell y'all last week and i had to harass him about this who's tremendously really, mike i brought my git with me
1: your your git git
2: now i know what a jip is but i don't know what a git is g-i-t guide in guide tra- hey you're not on the radio Shh. be quiet Guide Sit and over training? in training be it? quiet
1: is that what it is Guy no,
2: in training. Oh, guy in training. It's no,
1: a, it's
0: a guy that gets up in the truck, gets the corn, he points, clicks.
1: That's what I would have guessed In it was. training,
2: you're guide in training. It's just like any other job. You're in no, your apprenticeship. No, Jonathan's I, the director.
1: No, he's no. the pointer. Listen.
2: He's in his apprenticeship. Listen. That's what I'm saying. That's <laughs> my Listen. dad
1: used to say, he's the pointer, I'm the getter.
3: It, it, training is everything. Yes. And I tell you, Mike has been going out. We've been gator hunting some. Just like we I had. put him on. He was on the boat without me. How many gators y'all hook? Four. Okay. There
1: we go. Boom. Is when is his apprenticeship over? But, when, no, he no, gets, no, no, no. when he gets him in not, the boat? He
3: has not fully completed it yet because of those four that y'all hooked, how many did you, know, you get?
0: I've learned. How I'm... many did you get out of those four? <laughs> I've learned. <laughs> if I go somewhere with these guys, they become teachers. Even if I've done it for a hundred years, they are teachers. Bill is all about safety. One time. Hooks. Just comes off the pole. What's he doing? He's yelling at me. Hey, 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 hey. Safety first. Safety first. There's a gator running. Safety first. Now, you know, why
1: I don't, now you know why I don't go out with him, because I show up in flip-flops and shorts.
3: <laughs> I could handle you. <laughs> I could handle
0: you. And then, Jonathan, you start <laughs> I'd have when have sun stand comes up. up. And then you quit when the sun goes down. I'm lazy. I'm not into that. Well...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he likes to get out, get her done, and he does it the right way. It's all good. So, of uh, the four, you uh, didn't answer the question. You still dancing around it there, uh, Harris? But
0: we got some rain coming in this <laughs> evening. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: <laughs> Lots of rain? Yeah. I'll be hunting. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm going to go ahead and just assume that it would be a uh, negative on the uh, no. over the railings with four alligators. Well,
0: we just like to go out there. and We don't want to take the population down, so we, you know, we hook them and then we let them go.
1: So you're one yeah. of those guys who used to hunt, never got anything, and goes, no, nah, I was more interested in taking pictures today.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. I Kind of like them uh, the birds that we're trying to protect. He, you know, I just get out and take pictures, make sure they're okay. You he, have to
1: narrow yeah. that list down. There's a lot of them out there that are trying to protect. He,
2: he has that Ed Swindle uh, hunting method that my grandfather developed later on in his life to where he would take a video camera out. And when we were all sitting there after eating dinner for Thanksgiving and Christmas when we were in the woods. That was the quickest you'd ever see the whole family run to the television set when he would get up, walk with the camcorder to the television to plug it in so he could play his videos. Yeah. Because then it was, let's play a little game called figure out where Grand was sitting and find out which one of the ten bucks that he had videotape of. That nobody got. Worse, what stand he was at. You mm-hmm. know? That, was, that was the game.
1: Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun, GP. <laughs>
3: Well, Mike, Mike has paid attention, and I could tell just in the little bit y'all, y'all are doing a lot better. I'm doing a lot
0: better. <laughs> Appreciate that, buddy. <laughs> you have. No, 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 I may
3: have to put you on the boat that, to get get you From your him, That's peeled. high praise. I'm just gonna <laughs> let you know that.
1: So in other words, you got a check on your test, not a one hundred percent. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And no. you got a little red mark there. Uh yeah. It needs it needs improvement yeah. written well, underneath. No, I got
0: satisfactory. Not oh, is that what not it is? good, great mm-hmm. or Super it's satisfactory so you're well,
1: around a C or a D well with the with the
0: <laughs> years <passing>. yeah. <laughs> with C, the years and years of doing it you
3: find out how you can take that little bit of an opportunity and make it a finished deal well, and that's that's the big deal
0: I will say that uh, me and my buddy Fred when we go out there we, we get on and we've, we've filled our tags every year that we went out I will say one thing different this year that uh, I did learn a few techniques from Bill that we were able to get some big ones this year yeah so when you say professional when
1: you say get i haven't heard anything go over the rail yet when you say get does it mean just put a hook in them or or are you actually harvesting the critter out of the water
0: harvesting every year we've harvested right but uh this year so far this year we've
2: harvested one yeah
1: and you still got one this year this
2: year that six or seven footer that they normally would bring over the rail they're doing the bill george oh look let's take some pictures with him and turn him loose Oh, well, that's we, a good we thing. We did not do that out in the middle of the lake the <laughs> other day we Bill. Yes. Bill
0: drags this uh, live one up in the uh, no tape or tape on his mouth and everything else, took some pictures, and back Turn it goes. loose.
1: Turn them loose. Yeah. Well,
0: He's a happy, good happy camper. It's, it's a yep. good way to learn. You
1: know, catch it, let it go, right. and it's like going out catching hogs with dogs, you know? You got to learn how to grab them, where to grab them, how to hold them, bar them, do whatever, and then turn them loose, and then go do it again.
0: Yeah.
3: Then
1: after a while, it just becomes second nature, and uh, then you uh, get out then there.
0: Then you and get hurt. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: then eventually you get cut, and then it's a badge of honor, so it's all good.
0: But I will anyway. say, the good thing about hunting with Jonathan, for example, Ava took down a buck. I didn't, as get. I didn't have to run out through the woods in the middle of the night looking. Mm-hmm. Jonathan is out crawling under trees, in the swamp, everything. He was not leaving it out there.
1: Well, he's got the nose for it.
0: He, that he does. He can he, just sniff around get on the ground. That and close I have and, the Florida Blood Tracker Network,
3: <laughs> too. Well, well, well yeah. yeah. I was going to say his hair wasn't getting tangled up in the bushes like mine would.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Speaking,
1: speaking of the uh, Florida Blood Trackers Network, I, I met a guy yesterday who shot a monster 12-point uh, up uh, north of Salem, Florida, mm-hmm. and uh, said he had a good shot on it, and they spent a day and a half and then into the evening – the, the, the day of and then the next day trying to look at it. Of course, they had to come back to work, but never found it. And I was like, dude, did you call somebody from the Florida Blood Tracking Network? And they're like, I've never heard never of that you. before. I was like, "Do you, are you on Facebook? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, I'm on Facebook. I said, well, then put this in and join this group because it would save you a ton I, of...
2: I want to reach out to Michael and, you know, since Diego's doing the uh, Michael, the guy that I know in the deal, and since Diego's doing video editing and all that and do them like a... You know, Florida Blood Tracking Network, don't leave home without it. Oh, I'm telling you, it <laughs> would
1: save you a lot. And he said that uh, his friends were going back up this weekend. He couldn't make it this weekend, but they were going to be up there looking for uh, buzzards and see what happened. I go, dude, how long has it been? He says, well, I uh, got it last Sunday. I said, buzzards <laughs> have done. They've done,
3: done buzzards, their job. Yeah. Those
1: coyotes have scattered that stuff all over the place. You'll be
2: lucky, man. You look but, for crows, maybe. But, but one, a, one of the
3: things I've been seeing lately is, does anybody track a deer anymore? Or do the first thing they do after they shoot it is just call
0: the Bud trailer network? You know? uh, I will I say, Mr. Know. Jonathan will chase for about an hour to two hours.
1: Yeah, but he's he's going to be the one that wins. Am he's I old, right, Jonathan? He's old
0: school, though. He is old school. He's uh, going to win. He was raised in the old he,
1: ways e- where you exhaust he
2: used... every what thing you can. <laughs> exactly. To find
1: him. Yeah, you give up your toilet paper. You know, while you're marking trails and do all that stuff at night <laughs> and uh, toilet paper, there's yeah.
2: gloves and other yeah. props,
1: hats. <laughs> it's, like, it's like the old quail hunt trip. You drop <laughs> your hat and you know make a circle and go around look for blood, and then start working your way through there. But uh, I, I don't know. You got a good point, Bill George. I think there's a lot of people out there that maybe kind of new or something, maybe newbies, and uh, you know they'll leave the tracking to someone else. I would hope that they're not doing that. I mean, it's supposed to be for do
2: guys they, who... Uh, does FWC still do that, to where they have the the clinics and stuff like that for blood trailing and things I, of that nature? I
3: don't know that FWC does. Other people did. You know. Used to do I
2: the class FWC. I mean, I know they did it with the uh, hunter education stuff, but I mean, I thought they had like little clinics and stuff like that for new hunters to do when, stuff like when that.
3: When I turned around and was trained, it was... Uh, with the Gasparilla Bowman had some stuff that came in at one of their their weekend deals in their in their archery clinic that they had yeah that they taught that and I don't know if uh Dennis's group when they're teaching the bow hunter class teaches it Um, I mean it's useful no matter whether or not you're a bow hunter or gun hunter but typically with the bow hunter you that animal may move a little bit further off than than it does with the gun though I've had them go pretty good ways when you whack them with a gun too.
1: But. Well, that's uh he he uh he said he nailed it pretty good and uh, watched it gave it like uh, an hour or so to, you know, to fold up and then walked up and he said when I got like 20 yards away from it, it popped up and took off running again. And I was like, "Oh, that is so heartbreaking." I always treat when them that like happens. they're
2: alive until you put your hands on them. It's
1: it's that's heartbreaking when that happens. I know, but uh, he's he's going to be a new one And he's going to be uh, on the list And he's going to uh, be uh, A new member of the Florida Blood Trailing Network As you okay. should be as well Alright we're going to take a break It is the Big and Wild Outdoors Braden Jonathan, Bill George and Mike Singleton We're all here in the studio The boss man himself showed up today I want to hear about his motorcycle trip I want to hear about uh, he A soldier down and uh, Lost a motorcycle and all that other crazy stuff Sound like a hunting trip <laughs> I'll
4: answer all those questions
1: all right we're gonna take it fast with you guys we are the big and wild outdoors brought to you by brandon ford stay right there we'll be back Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Jonathan, Bill, and Mike in the studio today. We are enjoying a uh, lovely sunrise this Saturday morning. We hope you get to get out, and go and do some great stuff today before the the predicted Mike rains show up later on this evening. Uh, it should be here. Uh, I don't know. I don't even pay attention to meteorologists anymore. I mean, when you live in Florida long enough. It's
2: you better be careful over here. You got to be ready. Statement.
1: Just be ready for rain and be ready for whatever. whatever. I mean, that's all she wrote. Uh, before the break, we were talking a little bit about the Florida Blood Trailing Network. It's nice to know that uh, Shriner's now, he's a member, he's been a member. And, uh, he's, he, of course, he likes to get out and trump around out in the woods, too. But before the break, we alluded to the fact that uh, I was following him on his, on his uh, social media account. He went out and jumped on the Triumph, and him and his uh, gang of what seven how many there was w- eight of us totally to went yeah eight of you and uh went out what was the total mileage on your motorcycle trip just
4: about three thousand miles dude
1: 3, that's 000. that's iron butt riding
4: well not really because that's a <laughs> thousand miles in a 24-hour period for those <laughs> that don't know there is an iron butt challenge there is you keep track of your gas receipts and photos and they'll actually issue you a certificate I don't care that much about having a certificate. So tell Somebody telling me, congratulations, you did what you thought you did.
1: Yeah, and, but, you, got a, and you got a hard butt for it. Good yeah, for but you, we, buddy. We
4: did 11 days uh, and uh, 3,000 miles, eight of us, one motorcycle wreck, one totaled road glide. Wow. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were on the Natchez Trace Parkway uh, just uh, having left the Mississippi uh, that morning. We were on the Mississippi River, and then we went over to the Natchez Trace, and we've gotten about 15 miles in. There was a mudslide. Uh, just And it was the only one. We did 80 miles of that parkway, and that was the only spot. And there were eight of us. We ride kind of staggered. And the first guy started going through the mud, and we all had cardo units in our in our headgear and our helmets.
1: So you can talk to each and, other. And they were like,
4: don't break, don't break. And I don't know if the, if Tony heard that or not. Sometimes guys will check out and they listen to music instead, which is what I was doing.
1: Or maybe you just heard the word "break." Yeah, maybe. <laughs>
4: break, but I, we don't even know if he did break. He hit that uh, that mud, and the road glide went sideways, then caught the dry pavement on the other side and oh, just good. started High violently side, yeah. tumbling side. So he bailed off the back before it started to tumble. He knew he was oh, going down. Gosh. So it tumbled and it ju- it ended up getting totaled. It was a 2017 Road Glide.
2: I'm glad you're sharing this information for somebody who's going to be heading to New Mexico in a couple. Of
1: <laughs> well, you're in a big old truck. These guys are on two motorcycles, a, yeah,
2: the whole way. So, with a yeah. patch. No, I'm just glad I'm getting this road information. So
4: well, no is, there have been rains, and so you know it washed out, and, a and he, he yeah. went down. I, I paced it off. You know, I'm 6'2", so I got a pretty good uh, judgment of what a yard is, and I've done a lot of sports that way. So I'm, I'm in the ballpark. 89 paces, 89 yards from where he hit the mud to where the bike ended up on wow. the side of the road. Uh, mm. Tony, who's the owner of uh, Grazzi mm. Italian Grill in downtown St. Pete and with Flute and Dram on Beach Drive, he uh, uh, tumbled, rolled, then slid the rest of the way as the bike crashed ahead of him. Uh, they, I guess, stopped within about five yards of each other. Um, wow. And... It took him a minute to uh, get to his senses and then a few more minutes before he uh, sat up and got up. Yeah. And then uh, we got the police there, and I made roadside espresso
2: while uh, we waited for the wreck. <laughs> well, while he changed his pants and yeah. then everybody. No, had...
1: here's the thing. And then he had a chick ride for the, the, Duke, the next one. Well,
2: yeah, we'll get to that. Here's the thing, though.
4: <laughs> you, have a, you have a wreck like that where the first guy on the scene thinks he's dead because he's not responding right away. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And then within... Minutes he's up and walking around. Yeah, this is day three. All right, this is day three. This happens. Yes, that day he did ride. We'll be polite on the radio and call it. He rode two up. Yes, there's other ways to two other ways (laughs) to say it that That I will say on the radio. I said chick, I didn't use the the other term, right? He did that for our 300 some odd miles (laughs) from Jackson, Mississippi to Hot Springs, Arkansas. As he wrote, he rode two up. Then the next day goes out and buys another motorcycle. Had uh, eight hundred miles on it—a Kawasaki Versus, kind of a downstep from the Harley Davidson Road Glide <laughs> that's to a, a Kawasaki that's
1: a step to, down, to a six hundred
4: and fifty
3: cc Kawasaki Versus. Although hmm. he, he enjoyed it. But he probably was still making payments on the first one. I don't. I don't no. know. But <laughs> no? Tony, no.
4: Tony probably bought his bike. He goes, here's cash. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The uh, the thing is, he did that with the with the Kawasaki, and before he got back to Tampa, before our trip was over, he already had it turned in with the Honda dealership over in Tampa. He had it turned traded in and bought a Honda Africa Twin, a 2017 Africa Twin that he picked up yesterday and I got to see wow. it. That's
1: a nice bike.
4: So he got it he got it for the same he, he they took every penny he put into the bike they gave him on trade. So basically he had a free bike for eight days. <laughs> this oh, is There you go.
2: This is like I love stories like that because it's like okay, I was driving a Ford, wrecked it, bought a Chevy, <laughs> then I went and got a Dodge. So I'm good now.
4: Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the way it worked out. Well, he still needs he still needs a, a Harley touring bike, so yeah, you know there I expect go. I expect him to show up with another bike any day now. Yeah, but
1: for what you guys do, I mean and uh, you were the only one out there, I think, that it was on the uh, really kind of a dual sport bike where your scrambler, you know, right. is, is pretty home off-road and on well, road too as well.
4: Here's the thing. Uh, if not for that fact, I probably would have gone down as well because I wasn't paying attention. I'm in the back. I have my GoPro rolling, and I stopped it with less than a minute before the accident happened. Oh, uh, I know. Otherwise, I'd have the whole thing. I was listening to Bob Seger's Roll Me Away, and I'm just tooling around, having a good time, filming Enjoying video. Mississippi. I stop the video, I look up, and Tony's going down. And then I hit the mud that I didn't even see. So because I had seen him going down, I'd already started to turn. I hit the mud. What happens? You can see my tracks. I'm almost completely sideways to the road, like I'm heading into the ditch. And I had a moment where I thought, I'm going down, too. This is one of those things where one guy goes down, the guy behind him goes down. (laughs) Except that you're right. I'm on that Triumph Scrambler 1200XC, and I had just put brand new Michelin Anarchy Adventure tires on it. You can see how the tires and the bike righted itself, came back together (laughs) right before. Now, I'm saying it was the bike that did it and not me. Maybe maybe I'm getting better at it. I don't know. I need more more off-road experience. I just held on. Yeah, it's yeah.
1: amazing how uh, how much uh, stuff you do in that millisecond, uh, right. where it seems like it takes an eternity, especially on a motorcycle. Where
4: you lean the right way, where yeah. you get off the throttle, where you make sure you don't hit the brake. There's so many things that have to happen. Don't touch the front brake. <laughs> yeah, right, so glide
1: through, do whatever. Hey. My bike. Those Michelin's directed. are they like eighty twenties? What are they? Yeah, like they're about like that. Yeah, yeah but they, oh, they, they're they're in
4: special design too, so they're harder in the center and softer on the edges, things right. like that. So it oh, really they saved your butt. It did. It did. You can see you can see how the bike came together before I got out of the mud and that's why when I hit the drier pavement it didn't uh, catch.
2: It's like I always tell people at the shop the right setup will uh Yeah. It always takes care of you. It'll help <laughs> you. It'll you gotta, help you in the long run, no matter what <laughs> you you're put, doing. You, you get, perform, but the setups there, you're okay, right? You make <laughs> sure whatever
4: whatever your hobby is, whatever it is you like to do, if you have the right gear, it'll get you through most of your problems. But after
2: all
1: that, you still had a great time. You got oh, to see yeah. a lot of the great uh, South. You guys went all the way up to where you were up. We above?
4: we went up into the Ozark Mountains. We went as far as uh, we went through Eureka, Sp- uh, Eureka Springs, which is where they were supposed to have a biker barbecue mm-hmm. music festival, but it was canceled because of COVID. Arkansas, by the way, has a mask mandate inside or outside. Uh, That was one of the only places that people were regularly checking your temperature. They're panicked over there. Wow. We went to Branson, Missouri, and then we kind of made our way back, and we stopped. uh, We went through... Uh, Alabama near Birmingham and Leeds, Alabama is the Barber Vintage Motorsports Museum.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Yeah, I've seen uh, I've seen documentaries on that place. It's incredible. Yeah, well, they don't,
4: don't do it justice. I mean, we you can you can spend all day there and still not see everything. The the, the history of of cars uh, and motorized transportation in, in general is just amazing. Yeah, what they have there,
1: and you wouldn't even know it was there. For the most part. I mean, it's not like like ride downtown or anything like that. No, it's it's
4: a destination. It's something you have to know of and want to go to see. And it's like, you know, a $15 ticket. And then you can check out all these these vehicles that many of us have seen on television over the years. Then all the history. They recreated the original Harley-Davidson shack where they built the first motorcycles because and it was a shack yeah because yep. apparently yeah apparently it was accidentally destroyed because they had it in storage and they forgot what it was and somebody's like well, just get rid of that thing all right so they had it's to an old it.
1: uh state fair display why, just why do rip, we have thing that? Yeah, rip it down yeah. and that
4: happens with so much same thing they had on display a replica of the bike from um uh what was the the iconic motorcycle movie
1: uh, with Peter
4: Fonda? With, yeah, 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 with a chopper. Oh, the America, drawing, yeah. Mr. America or whatever it's called? Yeah, exactly. I'm drawing blank. Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. like the bike, they yeah. had two of them. One they wrecked in the film. The other one they took apart for parts because they didn't have any concept that it would become an iconic. Easy Rider. Easy Rider, an iconic part of American cinema and, and mo- motorcycle culture. So the original bike is was... Taken apart and sold.
1: Wow, that sucks.
4: Piece by piece. Well, you made uh, it, uh, but yeah. the most
1: important part I got to ask you is, so how many deer did you guys see on the side of the road while no, you are uh, out riding around? Like,
4: only a few dead ones. That's it? That's it. I saw no living deer while we were on that trip. I saw, you know, a bunch of deer that had been hit or killed or whatever, you know, vultures picking away at it. Uh, we did see one car. We did come by an accident where somebody had just hit one. But, Did you uh, volunteer just, you gotta, to uh, take you it you got to remember
2: where he was riding through. there. Uh, it's just like this guy sitting to my right. Um, if a deer gets hit in front of somebody, there's usually going to be a car <laughs> line of four is, or five people. Sure, you're going to keep that? You want it? You want a hindquarter? What do you want? <laughs> well...
4: <laughs> Who's I don't that? know. The, this car was uh, messed up pretty bad. I didn't actually <laughs> see the carcass. There may not have been much left to pick out of the grill. Okay.
2: Okay. Do you want a half of a back? <laughs> yeah, really. <Right. laughs>
1: what's there? What, what's, what's, what, what can we take out of there? So, well, anyway,
4: it was a great trip. It was a long time, and it was all about a bunch of guys getting together and, uh, you know, smoking cigars and having scotch in the evening. Not too much because we'd get up early and ride again.
1: That's a great and trip. And we go
4: anywhere from 150 to 400 miles a day. By the way, there was a bounty. For the two guys that rode two up. It was a $100 bounty if anybody had a photo. And I said, I've got video. Ah! <laughs> so I told the guys, it's $150 for video. If you let me post it, I'll split it with you.
1: Oh, that's a good idea.
4: By the way, uh, as we're moving off topic here, it's time to get back to your show and not mine. <laughs> okay. Uh, I did I did pick up the sandbar hunt on St. Vincent Island again this year. I'm going back. Really? Wow. Yeah. Good for
1: you, man. This
4: will be my third trip out there. And and I'm, I'm how, due. how do those sandbar deer taste? I don't have an answer for you, sir. <laughs> Wow. Wow. Well, the, the, fir- the first time was. <laughs> an experience and we 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 got within It's a learning process. Well, because we got within a hundred we were in the right area, we didn't go quite far enough, and somebody a hundred yards away picked one off that was headed our way. Uh the second year was after Hurricane Michael, they suspended the hunt sure. for a year, and we had done more research. My brother went back during a whitetail hunt, thought we had the area, but and it then turned Hurricane out,
2: Michael went in there and Hurricane, took a dump Well, on
4: Hurricane Michael, what it did was all uh, the salt water that came in as the water washed across the ocean was killed the sawgrass. In the area where the sandbar deer used to feed, so we went back the second year and none of them were there. They had moved elsewhere. Of course, welcome
2: welcome to my world. Yeah, as a guide, (laughs) you got to figure. You think you have everything set? Welcome. uh, What was I about the Hurricane Michael thing, though? Welcome to my world when you get everything just like. And then, yeah. Then the winds come. Are you going for uh, archery, muzzle? What do you muzzle loader? Muzzle loader. Well, that's
1: good. Well, you know, I I watched. I I watched a great show the yesterday, and uh, it was about a guy who was on his fifth, fifth trip to go and get his doll sheep. Mm. He's taken five trips, and so you know, he got uh, two extremely huge trophies. It took five trips to do it, but he finally got her done. And uh, they were talking to the guides, and the guide says, We didn't know that his, this was his fifth trip, so we're going to make sure that he comes out of here. With that nice. he goes, and because that's not an easy trip. That, that's like mm. mountains, up, down that, mountains. That's and then... one of
2: those things that, and I had that literally had this argument with somebody on Facebook the other day that you buy certain hunts, you get two tags. And a guy, that was one of the, the hunts they were talking about, and he was like, I just want one. And I'm like, let me tell you something, as much as that hunt costs, as much as you put into that hunt, as much as if I can walk out of there with two animals, I'm walking out of there with two animals, period. And
1: (laughs) and that that sandbar hunt is, uh, you're either going to be extremely lucky or you're going to have a couple of years of a learning process to get up there and do it. And of course, when they keep changing the playing field, it makes it a lot more difficult. If you're on
2: your third one, everybody I've talked to, it's usually taken three or four Mm -hmm normally before they kind of figure it out. So, right well, Now, there was one guy I know that he went out there, and, of course, this is the guy that would catch a 32-inch redfish in the puddle of a Walmart parking lot. But, right. You know, There's always he killed guy. Of them.
1: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You're lucky, or you you got a couple of years of experience uh, to put we in We did there.
4: have a bit of luck of a different nature last time we went. Uh, we happened to meet another guy who was camping in the same area we were. Because you get there, and you just pick a spot, throw your tent up, and that's it. Uh, we made friends with this guy who happens to be from here in the Tampa Bay area. Go figure. And he was kind enough to share the food he had brought. He, well, it was the first time I'd ever had antelope backstrap. Wow, it was phenomenal. So yeah. you know, you meet you meet people like that. You talk about shared experiences, love of hunting and fishing. No. Next don't thing you, know, my to like,
2: you about them sage animals, they're still pretty good. <laughs> it was good. It was good.
1: A lot of people don't like it because uh, they say it's too sagey. But not,
2: bring I, it, like, uh, I, so. I like sage. Bring I like it. it. There's a ball headed guy right here. I'll. I'll I like I'll be it more I'm like happy it. to cook it for you. I
1: really do. Well, good luck this year, man. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna try to? Uh, do some satellite scouting or anything else? See if anything's changed. Or There's
4: only so you much do? you can do. Yeah, my brother's already doing. He's really into that, so uh, that he, helps. He's a already lot. started. Yeah, I'll let him do all the hard work. <laughs> <laughs> so where did you see him? Let's go there. Let's go there. Yeah. Well, he also like this year they are now allowing you to bring uh, motorized, electric, motorized. Bicycles, bicycles on the yeah. island mm-hmm. in the past you just had to you know pump your way through the sugar sand which can be a Ugh. nightmare because it's three o'clock in the morning it's like this is one of those great hunts where if you're not in your stand 30 minutes before sunrise you sit your butt down on the trail you're on and you wait till 10 o'clock before you move again that kind of or nine or whatever time they tell you but they actually have enforced non-moving hours during the morning hunt Really? So yeah. you can't you can't so stalk. You don't have you don't, have, you don't have
2: the walk up on you in the woods type deal.
4: Not until later in the morning. Yeah, they they give you a flag. You have to put it in a position where you're going to go into the woods, so people can avoid that area in general, give you some space. They do the best they can. They give about what was it 200 permits a year, and maybe 150 actually show. The last couple of years, uh, I got it on the second chance drawing. My mm-hmm. brother and I kind of have the system down when they have that free for all.
3: Shh shh. Don't tell everybody. <laughs> <I'm not gonna laughs> tell them how. Yeah, this is the guy. <laughs>
4: this is the guy telling you not to do it. Yeah, right. I'm not going to tell them how we do it, but yeah. we figured out how to work the system.
1: Yeah. Well, now the island, for those who don't know, is is not very big. I mean, it's only it's about the same. It's a
4: few miles wide. So yeah. A little bit longer. What is it three five or five seven? Five yeah. Miles, I
1: was going right. to say it's almost the same square uh, it's area it's as almost like, like Brahma. Or like Fort de Soto. Yeah. No, mm. it's bigger than Brahma, but it's it's about the same. Well, Yardage what I'm saying area. Is the layout to me mm-hmm. has
2: always kind of been a lot like Brom Island was and everything else. Well, I just we-
4: know there are some guys that are, like, willing to shoot a raccoon just so they can get a ride back with the FWC to the campsite <laughs> rather than, <laughs> than have to bike the trail. Because if, if you have a dead animal on the ground, be it a – and by the way, you can't shoot whitetail during the sandbar hunt. It's sandbar, it's pig, which they've pretty much cleared out, or like a raccoon. But if you have a raccoon there, they'll throw it in the back of the truck and give you a ride. Otherwise, you're walking. Oh, really? yeah, the only vehicles on the island are by the fWC,
1: so how do you get a hold of them when you do that? I mean you do you, sit, have to text you, sit, them? you sit
4: by the road with your leg out trying to hook a ride. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a tick, yeah, no, you have to wait for them to come by. They do a circuit, which is why they there's no evening hunt on that island at three o'clock. They better not hear a gunshot after that
1: well that it, that that, that kind of Missed me a little bit because now those deer know that when those trucks are moving around like that, they know they're being hunted. It's almost like an alert.
4: Well, it's only three days a year. They barely have a chance to figure it out, and it's over. Oh,
1: I don't know. After a couple of years of you stinky men running around out there and they hear those trucks, they get pretty smart pretty quick. Stand so the trucks, on the side
0: of the road holding up a raccoon. They know to stop. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's, that's like uh,
1: times that we've hunted out on Brahma Island. People like going, well, that must not be much of a challenge. I mean, they're trapped on an island. I'm like, dude. They Those know. suckers know they're being hunted every single day they're yeah. alive. Yeah. This, is,
2: this yeah. is the whole high fence conversation about people with deer and high fence. Oh, they're so easy to hunt. I'm like, no. Oh, yeah. No, they're great to look at. But trust me, they know when they're being hunted.
1: The <laughs> only reason why I got as many as I did is because I know that island like the back of my hand. And I know where they all hang out and live and all that kind of <laughs> stuff. So when these guys were out pushing around on that end, I'm like, well, they're going to be coming out this end. So I'm going to wait over here. All right, we're going to take a break. Thanks for the story, trainer That was Absolutely. really good. I'm glad you made it back safely. That's all that counts.
4: We're already planning the next one. When you're on a trip with eight guys and all of them go, so where are we going next? You know that nobody's <laughs> ready to kill anybody. That's right. And I think the next one is going to, they're already talking about taking the auto train out of Sanford up to Virginia and then riding around Ooh. Blue Ridge and Deals Gap with the Tale of the Dragon and all that. That'd so be awesome. And maybe the spring trip.
1: Yeah. Even more time to wreck Especially on those blind curves. All right, we're into to take break. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there. We'll be right back. You guys over there just chit-chatting away like a couple of little schoolgirls.
2: Yeah, yeah. They well, do have a schoolgirl in here. That's well,
1: a- well, I know we do, but uh, Bill's over there talking with Ava and just talking about boys. Yep.
3: When Shriner gets that hunt figured out. I'll I'll see it back going. I'd like to do that one time.
1: I would love to uh, at least have a morsel of it when you come back from your successful hunt. And, oh, that's
4: uh, a, if, if I'm successful, there will be plenty to go around. They yeah, are very large. Yeah. Well,
1: they are, but I, I just want to you know have a. a it's kind of it. elky.
4: Yeah. Well, yeah, they are related to elk. Uh, yeah. they, they do uh, eat water plants. Sambar deer are from like India and Southeast Asia. The way they got over to Florida was that island used to be privately owned, and around 1900, the guy that owned Mm -hmm. it started importing exotic species, including stuff like zebra. But the only thing that really survived were the sandbar deer. He brought two hinds and one male, and they're now trying to keep this. What I understand from talking to some of the rangers is that they're trying to keep the population around 100, so they want to take out 10 or 15 Mm -hmm. every year.
1: So they get a uh, hundred, like turn one hundred fifty guys loose in there to well, maybe come out with ten well, or fifteen. Ten or fifteen, deer. 15 yeah. Well, like
3: That's a pretty. Uh, That's a low, low uh, yeah. but birth use rate.
1: rate. I don't know. Well, I, I don't know how much food they uh, actually ingest. They're a big, pretty big animal. I mean, it's not like I mean they're well over two hundred pounds.
4: They're oh well they're I mean, no they're, in Indian Southeast Asia they get to be over a thousand. Here a big one will be about six hundred pounds. Yeah.
2: What. Yeah, well, that guy I was talking about that coming to the shop, he killed two back-to-back, and one of them... Sorry, he's not bragging. One of them was... <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. No, that's what I'm saying. He's that guy that like uh, we were talking about in the last segment, but he no, killed... We got, I
4: got a guy dude down in South Florida who does that. He'll shoot a deer, and then on the way out, take two pigs that are yeah. stunning themselves
2: on the bank. Sure, yeah. why not? They're there. He, it's yeah. like he, grocery store. Both of his, I think, six to 700. That yeah. was about what they were. Can you shoot
1: those? I mean, uh, yeah. hinds, as you yeah. like to call them?
2: Yeah, you can shoot either. Really? Either.
1: So, I mean, I know most guys probably want to go out there and get the, the big uh, the big stag. Which as the, the racks
4: are, you saw that picture of mine. Oh, yeah, they're I think huge. You posted it, and that was not even a big one. I don't think that one was much more than three, 350 pounds. Wow. Uh, and it was still enormous, and they always have three tines a side. They're always the same, but they are massive, massive yeah. headgear that, they that they're were that they sporting.
1: Yeah, and those uh, little bony nodules sticking out of the top of their heads are also worth a pretty good penny, too, to knife makers and... Uh, a lot of people like that. They really yeah, like that sandbar stack. I
2: said it's elky. That's what he told. He, uh, right. We were talking about it because he was asking me about elk and stuff from New Mexico. Well, that's why I made the Sage comment about the antelope and stuff like right. that. And that's what he said. It's got kind of the mule deer, elk. Mm-hmm. And they eat the water plants,
4: the sawgrass, yeah. Uh, yeah. Which, is, which is what we're trying to see if we can find new, cleaner areas that they might have pushed to <laughs> after Hurricane Michael.
1: Look for new growth.
4: Yeah. Oh, there's plenty of that. It's listen. It's a great trip. There's all kinds of wildlife on the island. The sunset trip. You're camping on the beach. The sunsets are amazing. You can fish if you want uh, as well. But, you well, know, but
2: if you can't hunt after. What, 3 p.m.? We go, we take a hey, rod. Go you, you go
3: fish. Yeah, hey, and for did. the
2: two fishermen sitting down here on the end, he's going to be at a place where you can actually keep some fish. Yeah.
1: Oh, Man. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Now, I mean, is that all hunting? I mean, what if you just like switch over and say you're out there nope, to they're, shoot pigs? They're, they're
4: done at three. The reason being is they don't want to have any kind of. Re- well, there's, they really cleaned out the pigs. It's also a bird sanctuary. Yeah. And that was a problem with the feral hogs that were all over that island. They were just tearing up the nesting sites. Yeah. So they had hunters come in and just. Like You guys, blank check, let's fix this. No, uh, yeah. a, another
2: case of we want to sell you a pig permit to go out here and hunt, but we're going to bring in professional trappers and mm-hmm. stuff like that and clean everything out. I think yeah. the
1: hunters probably took care of most of the oh, pigs crap. On Did that Did I sound island? like
2: Bill George there for a second? <laughs>
4: Just for a second. When are you well, going to go? If, when uh, is uh, this it's, happening? It's the uh, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday, the week before Thanksgiving. So we're going to be able to go. Actually, it's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We're allowed on the island on Wednesday. The hunt's Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And <laughs> the reason they don't, they don't they cut it off at 3 is... Because these animals are hard to get out, a lot of guys will try to quarter them and drag them just to get them to the road. That's the deal; you have to get it to the road. Then they'll that's why they circle around. They'll pick it up and bring it back to camp for you. But they are so difficult to move; mm-hmm. they don't want to be fighting this in the dark. They, they want to get out of there and go home. They got to be back first thing in the morning when you start hunting again.
1: Wow. I, I couldn't imagine trying to drag six hundred pounds out without packing it out. Piece well, by there was piece. one
4: guy who shot one on this little tributary, so he just floated that thing out. He came walking through, and they're that's like, a "Good idea." He was like, "They were like, he goes did.
3: Like, well, I wasn't going to work hard.' It's an island. I'd bring the boat around. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's the thing. We have to hire one. I don't have a boat.
1: So well, well, you got to yeah. be. You got to yeah. be that guy, guy who uh, you know. After you make the shot, you just hit the blue button and go. Send in the helicopter, please, and do it that way. No, that that'd be a lot.
2: I I would say give me a call because I will only if you're going to be up there Thanksgiving. I'll only be. Let me think how far Bluntstown is from there again. Probably about not, an hour. Yeah, I mean I'll be right down
4: the road with a. Yeah, it's Port St. Joe. Yeah, I'm not sure if we're coming up. We're going out of Port St. Joe this time. I think maybe. I don't.
1: Th- I don't think that truck of yours will make it across that tributary, though. You'll probably have to jump in a boat and help out.
4: <laughs> well, no, yeah, it's an island, so yeah. Good luck. Float, float the Arctic cat across there. Yeah, he'll be he'll be in there going, so that is a pretty big backstrap <laughs> you got there.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's going to cost you at least the left side of that deer. Nah, so It'll all be please. good. Well, that'll be good. I, yeah, I look forward to in. hearing about it, man. That'll yeah. be awesome.
4: Yeah, it may be a whole other story. Yeah, beautiful sunrises. It was a great trip. Didn't see one. You never know.
1: You know what? A, you know, bad day of hunting is still a good day in the woods, so Listen, it doesn't I'll, really matter. Uh, we're
4: up. There, we're up there, probably in the tree before five a.m. And don't. And I, you know, there are days I've stayed up there all the way until three what? o'clock in the afternoon, and it's been a great day.
3: Oh sure. Well, I have a question. A lot of time when I'm hunting, even if I'm not getting what I'm looking for, it's just so beautiful out there, seeing all kinds of other stuff. What other kind of animals do you see? Roaming around. I got some
4: great video last year of otters playing in the water. I was because we got into the water and they were coming around. They were down the, at the base of the tree. <laughs> like, I, you know, I had a climbing stand and they, but they saw me. and They were just looking up at me, kind of circling the tree up, and they'd dude? go off and play. <laughs> uh, the, uh, cranes, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of birds, of course, squirrels that sure. drive me nuts. You know, uh, Can raccoons. Can you shoot those too? Oh, there's a couple of. Um, no. There's a couple of uh, endangered uh, wolves there too, like red wolves, I think. And they have a breeding program there, and they are very, very specific. If you hurt those animals, they will take you out. Oh, yeah. uh, Because they breed every time they have a litter, they then collect the litter when it's time, and then they relocate it back to the mainland somewhere, I think in North Carolina or whatever. Uh, Unfortunately, the story we were hearing last year is that one of the trackers stopped moving, and it was at the bottom of a pond, and -hmm. they figure a gator got it. Oh, sure.
1: Yeah. Yep. No bears, no on, the island? No bears gator gator on the island? I wonder if I could hunt there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> know, attack. but they warn right.
4: you about that, and they warn you about snakes as well. Well, lot, I'm sure there's some lot, pretty big Easterns
1: out there yeah. that don't get molested.
2: and Some water some big, moccasins. And,
1: yeah, they're going to get molested. Big time. <laughs> yeah, water moccasins get no quarter from me. I wonder what county that's in. Uh, Santa Santa Rosa? I'd have, to, yeah.
4: I'd have to look it up. Yeah. It's St. Vincent
3: Island, so let me no. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll have to see what tag that's on because some <laughs> of those
1: some of those
3: northern counties hey, have a lot of hey, tags. Hey, you know there's a guy in Calhoun? No, dude, I that's like, actually a good idea, I like to do these things that are abnormal. Well, and the different. thing... And the that's a place... Strange.
1: Obviously, it's untouched for uh, gator hunters, <laughs> so uh, sure, why not? <laughs> yeah.
4: It may take you like three years, four years to build up enough preference points to, to get no, no, it on
1: no, the no, first no. draw No, for gators. No. Oh, for I, gators. For okay. gators. If he gets a county tag and it falls into the county... Where, then he could go out there and remove alligators fan, from fan, Family pond. Heritage
2: Outdoors and GMB Gator Gear is trying to think of a way to kind of take over the northern part of the state with the uh, <laughs> oh. gator hunts. They but, want all
3: of Okeechobee. Could you imagine going in there and getting a big old
1: alligator out? I think that would be neat. I think the FWC would be happy with that idea.
3: It's Probably not.
1: <laughs> uh, I don't know if it's, if it's costing them. You know how much that wolf cost them if, they found, if that tracking collar's at the bottom of a pond? I mean, that was probably a million dollars spent on that darn yeah. thing, trying now, to keep it alive and happy. They and had, they
4: did they did have several successful litter relocations before that happened, but I think now, I would assume, I haven't looked into it, that they're going to get try to get another breeding pair out there.
1: I've seen one of those before. Where did I see that? Lowry Park or out at FWC at their uh, thing at the fair one time, one of those red wolves that used to run around here.
0: I don't know. I, you I've never, never seen, seen one? No. Not that I can remember. Now, the problem you'd have is getting a boat into the middle of that island on some of the water there.
3: I've hunted the middle of Green Swamp.
0: (laughs) What, you walk around? I mean, how do you get a boat up in there? I got a handicap
3: disabled permit.
0: Oh. (laughs) By the way, to answer your
4: earlier question, uh, St. Vincent Island is in Franklin County. Oh, there's
3: tags for Franklin. I may still be able to get a tag for Franklin County.
1: There are lots of them up there. There's not a lot of uh, gator hunters that seem to put in for Franklin County.
3: I better stop talking about this because next year, Franklin (laughs) County may be hard to get.
1: (laughs) It might be hard to get now. (laughs) And don't forget, we're not just talking amongst ourselves. I know.
3: I know <laughs> that's the part that scares me. Yeah.
1: There there's lots Bill of other be, ears that are listening to. We'll be dragging it out. <laughs>
3: Piece by piece. (laughs) Piece by
1: piece. (laughs) Wait, can you do that? I guess if there's a sighting tag attached to everything, I guess you could do it. As long as it's on the hide, it don't matter. There you go. See, the boy knows. All right, we're going to take a break. Big and Wild Outdoors brought to you by Brandon Ford. Good folks out there. Go get your car or truck that you want. Your dream vehicle. It's waiting for you right there. Brandon Ford. Stay there. We'll be back. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Thank you so much for uh, getting up early and joining us this morning. Uh, you know, you're always invited if you want to risk it, and you can give us a call, 888-404-1010. It's 888-404-1010. Uh, if you want to join in, ask a question, anything like that, I mean, we got the gambit pretty much covered in here. So uh, what are you eating there, Bill George? What did you reach in there
3: and grab?
2: Oh, he, he brought some type of sausage. Uh, that is owls jalapeno and cheese oh it's very good Ah, deer sausage does does he smoke it or did you smoke it no that's the smoke that's provide that's actually provided by the young lady that i brought with me this morning that is the deer you saw the picture of okay no it it has a very good smoke you know it's it's good oh yeah very good if
1: deer actually smelled like that just walking around there'd be none left
2: yeah. I prefer it when, when everybody laughs it's a, a, obviously a little bit more I'll do it raw or he'll do it smoked. I like the smoke because he does it in a four pack you pull it out of the freezer, put it in the microwave two three minutes microwave it's already cooked it's, it's already smoked
1: he's just warming it up, man. That's I'm all heat- you're doing It's so always good.
2: heat it up, do like I did this morning, get some biscuits.
1: Or when you run out of the meat sticks, as usually I do first because the children uh, indulge in them. And yeah, once you, you open up a pack, the... they just don't eat two or three. It just the all of them are gone. So uh, later on for school lunches, you thaw some of those out, leave them in the refrigerator, and pop two of them in a Ziploc bag and send them on that, their way. Well, <laughs> that,
2: that that was the funny thing for me when all my kidney stuff broke loose. And, you know, I have to kind of watch certain proteins and things like that. The the young one sitting over here, I started kind of getting rid of some of this and some of that and everything else. Just needless to say, the deer sausage and the snack sticks and all that stuff stayed over in the corner. Uh, Dad, you can give everybody all the other stuff. This needs to stay here. Yeah. Well, you know. And that's one of the things.
3: And when I went up to Pennsylvania in turkey season, I brought back a bunch of seasonings. My son wants to start to learn how to do the processing again. We always did it when they were young. But he's at the point now where he wants to know the smoking temperatures, how long do you smoke it at this time, you dry it at this temperature, you smoke it for a while, and, you know, and he wants to learn all that process. So I'm going to be looking to get quite a few deer at some point here this year. Pennsylvania, one of the places where I went to turkey hunt this year, one of the areas, 20,000 doe permits still available. wow. Another area, six thousand. And we're talking about the season started up there in Archery, okay? And there's still that many dough permits available.
1: Wow, that's just walking
3: sausage right there. And that's, right uh, that's why I said, Man, I, I, I could I could be up there for a
2: little bit longer. I
1: would and, fill the back of a truck if you could, if they would allow you to get that many permits.
2: I would, sir would you I would, like more doe permits yes please i would
1: like four more of those please <laughs> they're small and i need a lot so it's uh it's all good well, that, those pennsylvania does are,
3: are not like florida does and the, there's just a lot a lot of deer in those areas and and they're trying to keep the the numbers down a little bit
1: you know i love uh the way al does his stuff over there at al's wilds meets over there and uh he really does a great job if you Uh, If you've got your deer or you are going out, just make sure you keep that number in your phone out there. Uh, Get your cooler dropped off early because I'm telling you a little bit later on in the season, we'll be getting a phone call on our cell phones going, please stop talking about our place. Please, please stop talking about our place. We have coolers stacked up everywhere out here and we're behind.
3: And I know I've joked about it before, but he does that bacon. And I've had... Very good. Three different friends. <laughs> three different friends that Very is good. it now that makes four different friends oh, I love that it. are in that have been oh, in this room with it. me. I and you know how much I've ever been given
2: You don't bacon? get. Ba- he and you he said it exactly the same way, way everybody else does. You don't get bacon off a of deer. I was like oh, 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 oh I, I beg to differ. I, I went in there one day and
0: there was thirteen coolers stacked up. And he says, "I'll call you in two weeks." Yeah,
1: that's that's actually pretty small. The last time I dropped off, uh, no, that was the, on the
0: outside, outside the, of the place. No, that's waiting. what
1: I'm saying. After <laughs> I dropped off uh, B's hog that we got, sure. and 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 Ridley, uh, we went up there, and he said, "Dude, I'm gonna, I'm," he goes, "I'm gonna, it's gonna be at least a week, at least." He goes, "You see all these out here, and there were stacks of coolers." Yeah, he said, uh, "These have just come in over the last week."
2: Not and I, was I like, could do you one better. I pulled up out there with some to drop off, and he was getting another rent-a-cooler rolled in through the driveway. That's right. To back up and year. hook up.
1: Yeah, he had to do that last year. But, you know, one thing I wish he would do, and that's like the Texas style where it's the dehydrated sausage where it's completely you dried. Know, dried and yeah. it's moistureless, and you can just – it's almost like a salami. And it is – I mean, it just concentrates that well, flavor. so good. It's so, good. It? It's we so
2: delicious. It? Summer, there's summer sausages. Oh my gosh!
1: Where don't we make it? How are we gonna make it? Well, how do you think anybody makes it? I don't know. That's why Dehydrate. I said I hope Al does it. You know they
2: start with finding a
3: recipe.
1: Well, yeah, if you like the, <laughs> the one that you like, but uh, they used to down at the Hi Hat Ranch down south. They used to have their deers done for from a guy down there who used to do it that way, and um, it was. It was probably some of the best sausages well, well, I've ever had you in my life. Give them
3: a call. Tell them we agree not to come on I that side they're... of the Mississippi if they'd let us have their recipe.
1: What are, you, what are you talking about?
3: Where's a high hat ranch?
1: It's down South Florida. Oh, okay. Yeah, I well, don't we'll, think it's here anymore. We won't come out. south of seventy. I think it's a housing <laughs> development now. I mean, it used to be a place to hunt. But Try uh, the Google thing. <clears throat> Just yeah. Google Try it. that Google thing. See if it's on the internet. Well, I'm know,
3: sure I could get a recipe, and I'm sure we could make it.
1: Well, speaking of food, I told you guys I warned You'll you. You'll
3: have to look for a roadkill because you haven't been out lately.
1: Annie Newt, my aunt up in Wisconsin, is going to call in at 9 o'clock.
3: Mm-hmm. 9.
1: 9 o'clock. She's going to call in, speaking of food.
3: So, Mike, next hour is you and me. All right, buddy.
1: Because Bill George and I, we had that conversation about canning deer, right? And
3: and the guy I'm taking alligator hunting tonight says, Bill, have you ever canned deer? I said, no. He says, you've got to do it.
1: Well, see, and you and I had that discussion. I thought since you were a Pennsylvania guy that you would, uh, at least you, I've never experienced it, but you have, but you didn't know how to do it.
3: I I can
1: get it done. You said you didn't know how to do it, so I, I called in Annie Newt because she's been doing it for about a thousand years. She knows exactly what she's doing, <laughs> so she knows what she's doing. As a matter of fact, uh, my cousin Rusty up there just shot himself a really nice deer, and that's how I got it. She posted on. Now fo- you
2: talking about canned meat or are you talking media. about mason jar? Mason, mason, that's canning. Same that's thing. That's canning.
1: And. Uh, she said just got done with Rusty's Deer and had it all and she had big pictures of it. And I was like, Oh my gosh, we were just talking about this last Saturday. You are definitely calling the show. I I had, I mean.
2: Well, but I've had it from a mason jar and I've had it from a can. Listen. Which is better. It was, <laughs> uh, it's, deer, it, it was it's deer meat. I mean, how is uh, that an
3: African swallow? Is that, <laughs> is that uh, no, it's deer. I'm,
2: I mean, it's deer meat. It's it was uh in Illinois. And they Tastes did like it. Chicken. Well, they did it. They make it like that, but then they would use it like a sandwich. Yeah, you know, but like now see, like, uh, but see, so you said I'll you get... could eat
1: it right out of the can, and then can. Now, now others are saying, like Rusty's saying, I like to take it out and then no, saute they like,
3: it. They like yeah. to take it out. Yeah, you take
1: but it out and saute it and do whatever, you, so you still cook it again. I did know. you imagine the fur? rusty deer that would be good I like. no it's like
2: I mean it's like Ava just said to me it was like a spam basically when they took it out of the jar
1: what spam and applesauce that's what
2: it looked like I mean it was like a spam it didn't look like spam to me no it does does, not look
3: pretty
1: no uh, I don't know well we'll find out at 9 o'clock so she's gonna be able to give us uh, the rundown on how to do it and I guess the proper I'd have my guy
3: call in but he's in a wedding this morning
1: yeah right all right, top of the hour. Hour number two is right around the corner. Stay right there. We are the Big and Wild Outdoors. Stay. We'll be right back.